Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Realignment Special right here on the Central Texas Football Podcast. We are recording this at 7.43 p.m. on Realignment Day. The uh, Their districts were dropped this morning, and a lot to uncover here. My name is Ryan Fox, joined alongside Kenny Heath. Kenny, how are you doing today, sir? Doing good, man. Hey, I love this day. I was on the computer at uh, 9 o'clock, yep. and then uh, right when it turned 9, I, I refreshed it, and, man, it, the UIL fixed some things because it popped right up and uh yeah. got to go look and see uh, how everything fell uh really glad that they kept the waco 4a d2 schools together mm-hmm. there in town that's going to be a you talk about a tough district man that's going to be a tough one and I, I, another one i want to talk touch on on the top of the show you were right that's a good point with because the last realignment back in 22 it seemed like everyone pressed the refresh button at the exact same time because that the traffic going onto that <laughs> website just couldn't hold it but yeah i think they they reinforced the website a little bit, and it was able to handle kind of the the rush it was to get those uh, realignments out. But yeah, let's uh let's kind of touch on the general ones that caught our eye off the top of our heads. The first one for me in five A. How about Waco High and University finally being back in the same district again? I, I think the, the last time they played each other in football was maybe what 2018, 2017, maybe. Man, I have no. It's it's I, been I a little no while, idea. but to see both of those two in town, where I was just what. 10 minutes from each other, finally playing on the gridiron again. That's going to be awesome to see. Yeah, that's going to be – you know, that district of Belton has been pretty stout. You know, I think this – you know, university is kind of used to these teams. I think the majority of them were in their district last year. So, you got newcomer Waco High. They've been down for a while, you know. Uh, It's been a long time since Johnny Tusa was taking those dudes to the playoffs. So, uh, maybe, uh, you know, they dropped down, right? Were they D1? Uh, Waco dropped down, yes. they dropped down. And and a heavy hitter – of Leander Rouse leaves that district as well. I think yeah. they moved up. So that district's a little more open when you when you especially when you're a university than it had been. And again, just having your longtime rival in Waco High in there and just having that extra game that means something it's a district game, it'll mean something anyway, but when it's your crosstown rivals it means that much more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's gonna be a good one. Uh I like, uh, you know, when we talked about 4AD2, that that, uh, mm. that District 12, China Springs, mm. Lorena, <laughs> La Vega, Conley, and yep. then, man, Robinson and Gatesville. They're what a district. On the, they're, they're up and coming, you know, but, man, that's going to be tough. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. And then how about this? And we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it uh, more in just a second. But moving into 2A Division Two in District 10, Mart, you know, that, that district, I don't like to use the word cupcake or pushover, but just it's just be – the reason it would be like that is because Mart was just levels above everyone else Absolutely, in that district. Yeah. When you bring in two perennial, at least three-round playoff teams in Bre- Bremont and Chilton, that, that gives a little extra push for Mart in that district, a little bit extra fight to try to earn that district championship. Yeah, and, you know, you think that probably uh – Mart, Bremon, Chilton, and Wortham are probably favorites to you know to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel sorry for Meridian and Hubbard and yeah. Frost because they just haven't been able to get it together for a while and just doesn't look good for them. It doesn't help when you're thrown in a district hey, like Meridian that. Meridian was like one or two kids away from going six man. Man, and that's surprising because that is easy. a county seat of, of Bosque County. Mm-hmm. Nice courthouse out oh, there. Yeah. A couple of restaurants. 
And I just don't know why they don't have yeah, the enrollment. And it's right off what, 281 is that highway too? Uh, highway 22. Uh, yeah. 22 and 281 intersect. Yeah, 281's uh, closer up there to uh, Heiko, and then you go to Hamilton, you'll hit 281. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's crazy. A lot of great districts. Yeah, let's just dive right into it. Let's go back to that. 2A Division one. We'll, we'll move from 2A Division two on up to our 6A districts. I think we... We picked out 18 districts that kind of fit our area of coverage. Uh, so let's start. 2A Division II, District 10. We just mentioned it. Bremont, Chilton, Frost, Goldthwaite, Hubbard, Mart, Meridian, and Wortham. And then again, as we mentioned before, Mart getting a little bit more competition than they've had in that district in quite some time. Uh, with Chilton and Bremont, this district should be really fun week to week, especially when those heavy hitters play. Hopefully they're later in the season, so they're determining uh, playoff seeds right before the playoffs. But either way, it's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't know about Bremont, but I think Chilton and Mark both have quite a few coming back. Yeah. And so that, that, well, they know. I think Chilton, had both quarterback and running back, were freshmen last year, if I'm not mistaken, or at least the freshman was, yeah. or the running back was. Yeah, and uh, and you'll find out early about uh, Mark has Whitney Week One this mm-hmm. year, so that'll be a, that'll be interesting to take yep, a look at. Yeah, f- three three full classifications up, so that'll be a good uh, pre district matchup to open the season uh, later on this year. But yeah, that district District Ten again: Bremont, Chilton, Frost, Goldthwaite, Hubbard, Mart, Meridian, and Wortham. Uh, that's going to be a fun one to keep an eye on. And there's another one uh, to a Division Two. This one was kind of borderline; wasn't sure about adding it, but I went ahead and did. Uh, just a a couple teams we talked about last year uh, with Burton and Granger. They also in their district: Bartlett, Iola, McDade, uh, Milano. A team we've talked about a little bit: uh, Snook and Somerville. Now those are a little, little more south. A lot of those are kind of Brazos Valley sort of areas, but other teams we've talked about in the past. Uh, what do you think about this one, Kenny? Man, I really don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll just have to see how the season goes, and, and mm-hmm. we'll definitely keep an eye on it. But. Uh, it's a big district, you know, both those districts, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, eight, yeah, eight teams. Yeah. I've never, to be honest, I've never even heard of McDade. I don't even know where that's at, but I would assume it's down there in the Brazos Valley somewhere. Well, yes. It might've been one of those schools that was six man and opted up if yeah. I had to guess, cause yeah. I, I'd never heard of them before, but yeah, district 13, um, you know, Burton and Grager, again, one of the two teams we've touched on the show before. Uh, but, again, it's it, it's another district we don't know that much about, but we'll see how it plays out uh, later in the season as well. And now let's move up to 2A Division One. We actually have four districts in this one. The first one, Ballinger, Bangs, Coleman, uh, DeLeon, Hamilton, and Heiko. This district – kind of seems like it's one of those where you know Coleman might be some of the prohibitive favorite but two through four heck even one depending on because I don't know how much Coleman lost from you know the nice runs they've had the last two years in the playoffs yeah I think they lost their playmaker the court you know the okay. quarterback but you know I think they're still going to be stout and you know yep. Hamilton's uh, been playing yep. pretty well the last yep. couple they years ma- so. they made they made the third round two years ago and and then last year I think they made the second round or they might have made the third round again I'm not sure uh but yeah uh, interesting district kind of up for grabs if not two through four it could be up for grabs for the whole district a lot of those teams pretty evenly matched some of them have been 
I think Ballinger, if I'm not mistaken, was three division two, and they and they moved down. I don't know that for certain, but I think I think that's the case. But either way, that should be a fun district to keep an eye on as well. And then at District Seven, uh, full of teams that we talked about uh, last season, especially Axtell, Bosqueville, Dawson, Italy, Itasca, Rio Vista, and then Valley Mills. What a district this one is, Kenny. Yeah, I think you know just looking at it, uh, Axtell's probably the you know the leader in the you know who you think would. Yep. Probably win that district, but mm-hmm. you know Dawson's been tough. Valley Mills has been tough. Yeah, Valley Mills beat Axel in the yeah, first round. Yep, they sure got, did. Uh, got some athletes over there, really good running back in uh, Papa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, you know uh, Bosqueville, I think they're still looking for a coach. I don't think yep. they've hired anybody yet. So mm-hmm. uh, you know they've been down the last couple of years. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I really like Dawson. Uh, you know they yep. they had Coach Thompson there uh, two years ago. He retired. His son was going to take over, and he decided not to. But I, I think they're still a, a really good ball club, so that'll be, a, that'll be one to keep They an eye have on. that quarterback boat right, who I think will be entering his junior season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I think they ran the ball a little bit more mm-hmm. last year than they have in the past. Because, uh, yeah, because they, they played Axel really close. Yep. And they, they've got – I don't know if the kid's coming back, but they, they could run the ball really well. And then the district they're lined up with – uh, in District 8, Cayuga, Frankston, Kearns, uh, Malakoff, Crossroads, uh, Corsican, and Mildred, Price, Carlisle. Again, one of those borderline, maybe not completely Central Texas across the board, but Cayuga, a team that was featured in that district uh, district last year with Axtell and Dawson and all those guys. Uh, Kearns, a team we talked about a lot uh, as well last year. But when you look at recent playoff success amongst all these teams, it's kind of Price Carlisle and everyone else. Price Carlisle is one of those teams. They were 2A Division two. I remember, because they kept running into Mart in the playoffs the last two years as well. So it, it appears that they might be an – they should be an opt-up as well because I think I remember them running into Mart, at least not last season but the season before. So that would be an interesting matchup uh, to keep an eye on as well. And then District 13 – Kind of where did they put this in District 4? I mean, I haven't looked at the alignment maps. But oh, in Region 4, yeah. Yeah, with Bruce Valetti, Crawford, Marlin, Moody, Riesel, and Rosebud Lott. Interesting district here, but I think this is a, this will be a, just a uh, – although Riesel, they have been good the last couple years – Especially, but Marlin and Crawford probably going to be that game is probably going to decide this district championship. Here. Yeah, Crawford's looking to bounce back. You know, Marlin had a good run uh, last year. I think they return a few dudes mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Rosebud Lot always has some athletes. Riesel, they lost their uh, big left tackle quarterback in uh, Gavin uh, Oliver. Uh-huh. He graduates, but I think they've got some some uh, parts coming back. So that'll be a good one. Yep. Uh, I think the key, the interesting thing in that district is how Crawford bounces back after last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the by district loss that no one expected. Um, yeah, it was crazy to see. But again, with that district, they or with that team. They are. They're always perennial playoff favorites. They rarely. They. I mean, when they. When was the last time they lost in the first round of the playoffs before last year? It probably had been decades. We saw them play in the state semifinals in Mineral Wells the year before that against Holly, Mm -hmm. and and then and and they brought some guys back. Like they they didn't have Luke Torbert. They had Cash Uh, Belgiano who mm -hmm. came back, and you know I watched those kids play as freshmen. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, and they've got they've got the pieces. I just think, yeah. just one of those years, man. Yeah, it happens. But if there's a program that'll bounce back, it is Crawford. But that district will be awesome to see that district championship game, potential district championship game between Crawford and Toller, will definitely be one to circle. 
as we head later this year into the season. Now let's move up to 3A Division Two. We've got District 5, Brady, the geographical center of Texas. They also have Clifton, <laughs> Dublin, Early, Eastland, and then 3A Newcomer and the Toller Rattlers. Man, I like this district because it's like some of the coolest small towns in yes. Texas you can go to and hang out. I love going to Clifton's right down the road. Yep. Cool place. Dublin's a cool place. Eastland. Uh, Toller's got a new coach. Yep. I forgot who they hired, but uh, Coach Mullins went to uh, Eagle Ma- Saginaw Eagle Mountain. A brand ISD. new high school. Yeah, that yep. Eagle Mountain uh, High School. Uh, Eastland kind of struggled last year. I, I just think this is Toller's district. Yep. Uh, Brady's been tough, you know, kind of up and down. Uh, yeah. Clifton, Coach Finney over there, he's trying to get that. You know, they they go, they go, were east, you know, with mm-hmm. Rodgers and Lexington. Now, now they're, they're back towards back Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good one to watch. Yeah, and Clifton, that's been one of those teams that's been on the rise. Every year that they've had Coach Finney, they've kind of gotten just just little by little, but they have gotten better every single year. But I think you're right. Toller, they're coming off being a state semi or state finalist mm-hmm. in the championship game they lost to a very talented Timpson team which again last se- this past season I don't think anyone was stopping Terry Bussey no one could uh, but they're moving up to three division two with something to prove yeah we may be moving up a classification but we, we're still a dang good team we can still make a deep run here in the playoffs in class 3A and again uh, I think I think it'll be uh, Toller's district to lose uh, but we'll see how it plays plays that later in the season but that one will definitely be a fun one just with the sheer matchups alone I mean historically good programs like Eastland and Toll are matching up although Eastland's been down the last couple years they could they're one of those programs that doesn't uh, rebuild they reload and then Toller's the same way so that'll be interesting to see how that district plays out it's a six-team district uh, so we'll see how that plays out later this year and then in district eight in class three division two uh, Blooming Grove, and then two of those schools who were in the three division one district with Whitney these last two, uh, the last two years Whitney West and Grandview Dallas Gateway Charter Academy and the Inspired Vision Academy of Dallas in the district as well, along with Rice Scurry Rosser and then uh, Trinity Leadership Cedar Hill. Now, probably the main reasons we probably pick this district are Blooming Grove and Scurry Rosser again a lot of those schools in Dallas but Blooming Grove and Scurry Rosser pretty pretty local to what we've been talking about but yeah this is a yeah one of the I'm trying to be nice here <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here. Yeah, I think no. this, the favorite here is Scurry Roster. You know, Coach, yeah, Coach so. uh, Cappy so. had, a, had a real good year with them last year. I think they went 10-0. They might have lost first, second round of the playoffs. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, you know, the coach over there at Blooming Grove, uh, we've had him on the radio. I forgot his name. A good dude. Yeah. Uh, I think he those kids are tough. So oh, yeah. They're probably going to, you know, be there uh, in, in the mix. So, yeah, that you know. Uh, bless those kids at those academies. You know, they it's it's kind of like a thankless job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they travel. You know, when they play away games, they don't have yeah. a whole lot of kid, uh, people in the stands. And, yeah. and I think they, you know, they they apply to go to those academies. So they kind of mm-hmm. know they know yeah. the, the the situation when they go there. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's uh, you know, Scurry Ross or Blooming Grove Rice is probably going to be up there. And I don't know much about Trinity leadership in Cedar Hill. So. Yeah, they're probably it's probably the same kind of situation that you see at Gateway Charter and. Inspired Vision Academy. It's a lot about the education side of things, uh, but so we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. But I think I think Blooming Grove Rising Scurry Roster will definitely be in the top three. Uh, but we'll see how that district plays out as well. Now in District 13, our last district in Class Three Division Two, got Blanco Comfort, Lexington, Rogers, and Thrall. I think 
I think Blanco for sure was in three division one the last uh, go around. So I know I'm pretty sure they dropped as well. Uh, but Lexington and Rogers, we got longtime rivals in district now. This is going to be an interesting district to look at because you got. Um, Oh, what's the kid from Lexington? Uh, Case, Evans, Case and Evans. Uh, his, his parents are our biggest fans, aren't yep, they? Yeah, his dad sends me a stat, so yeah, we were always appreciate no, he's, that. He's a, we caught the coach, Mole, not last year, year before, uh-huh. when Case when was a freshman. Was a freshman. Mm-hmm. He couldn't say enough good things about that kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's traveled all over playing seven on yep. seven. He can. I mean, I've watched his highlights. He doesn't get rattled. You know, mm-hmm. he just he's uh, really uh, you know stands in the pocket and he'll just mm-hmm. stay there until yep. the last second and, and throw a dime and get and get uh, and he can run the ball too. So mm-hmm. really good quarterback. Rogers is going to be tough as always. Yep, Coach Roden, uh, that squad is just always you know tough and good. They had a pretty good run last year. Uh, I think they won that. They beat Lexington, won the district title, and mm-hmm. uh, I think went a round or two deep. So that's you know Lexington Rogers. They're kind of going to be together. Uh, Comfort. I, I don't know a whole lot about those yeah. uh, Blancos down there by uh, the New Brunswick area. So mm-hmm. uh, that should be a good little district. Yeah, I think so as well. Now moving up to three Division One. We'll start in Region Two, District Hold Five. On. Is it Blanco or Blanco? I think it's Blanco. Blanco. Yeah. Blanco. Yeah. Sorry, sorry no, Blanco. Sorry, sorry Bl- Yeah. Let me call you Blanco. The zero Blanco fans that I think, are listening. I, I to this know podcast. if I got it wrong, uh, John Haygood will make sure and correct. Discipline <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> him. Yeah. District Five, Three Division One, Grandview, Grosbeck, Maypearl, Mejia, West, and Whitney. Man. I like well, this district. Yeah. I, I kind of thought yep. that Fairfield and Tig would be in this district with yeah, them. But if you so look too. on the map, you know, Tig and Fairfield are to the east, mm-hmm. right there on closer to 45. You know, Fairfield's right there on 45. Yeah. Tig's 10 minutes down the road. So they sent those dudes east. And, you know, that's a pretty good drive to, yeah. to Huntington. And, and Pal- well, Palestine's not that bad. But Crockett and Huntington, that's pretty good, yeah. pretty good ways. But I do like that district five. I like that, you know, of course, I'm uh, – you know, bias because I'm yeah. here and uh, my kid will be a senior there this year. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, I think uh, the Whitney folks, is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure West and Grandview probably, or, uh, yeah, I feel the same that, you know, that it'd be just, more competitive. We, yeah. Cause yeah. they were in that nine team district with what five of the Dallas charter schools. Yeah. A lot of those weren't even games. Like, the first year that happened, Grandview played A plus Academy and won like ninety to nothing. It was yeah, just, and it was never close like that. And it was yeah. unfortunate to see that because the kids they practice all week and they go out there and play and just the skill gap was so different. But this this district is gonna be so much more competitive than what, you know, Grandview, May Pearl West and Whitney have all seen the last four years. Yeah, and you just you're just waiting for Mahea to pop off, man. Yes. To, to do something. I know uh not last back year, too. the year before they played what well, you were there, you called the game. They played West really tough. Yep. At at West was that a home did they play at West? In the playoff game? Yeah, they Mahea. played at Waco ISD oh, Waco uh, ISD Stadium. Okay, I remember because like it was the same night. That Whitney played Teague at mid, at Hewitt Midway, okay, yeah. so I, I yeah I, I called that game. That game was like fourteen to seven at halftime, yeah. and and then West just kind of ran the ball and pulled away in the second half. But they played him tough in the yeah, first. Yeah, and half. I think last year Mahea kind of had or uh, yeah Mahea Matt Step had Mahea as kind of his dark horse yep. last year, and uh, so it's not going to be a, a, a cakewalk. Mayfield no. uh, second year for Coach Amaron, you know mm-hmm. that they. they were were they seven and zero going in? You know they yep. lost the three games to to Grandview and uh, Whitney and West. Did they beat Madison? Uh, I don't know if they beat Madison or not. I don't yet. remember. I think I think they were the four seed because I think they played Malakoff in the first round. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
So yeah, that, that's uh, as far as if you're uh, West or, or, or Grandview or Whitney, you're probably glad to get out of that Dallas district in April and get over here and play some uh, like you know some more country schools. You know, yeah, more local and just uh, so, somewhat closer because it's it's better than driving to Dallas at least. Yeah, nobody wants that traffic, man. I mean, it's no. just you gotta leave here at five just to you know you get there barely get there at seven thirty, so it's rough. But. Yeah, then uh, we'll move over to District Nine, and this district has Crockett, Diebel, Fairfield, Huntington, Palestine, Westwood, and Tig. Uh, a lot more east here, but with teams like Tig and Fairfield, uh, teams that we've covered the since we started this podcast, um, they're in the district, so we will talk about them, but. You know, instead of going west, they're going way east in this one. Pretty long drives out here, especially if you're TIG. Yeah, and I think this is, there's a good chance that TIG wins this district and has a district yeah. championship. I mean, die ball's been really solid uh, yep. for several years. Crockett kind of up and down. Um, Fairfield, you know, they – they you know, I think they made the playoffs two years ago. I think they missed this last Wait, year. Which school? Fairfield. I think you're right, yeah, yeah. and because they ran into Granby in the first round. Yeah, and I think was is, does Westwood have that quarterback that's a stud? They were really good last yeah, year. It was yeah. it was their first year with a new coach last year, and they played really well. Yeah, they had a quarterback that could run. I don't sling I don't remember in. if they just narrowly missed the playoffs or they they lost in the first round, but they were young, and they and I think you're right. Because I remember when yeah Whit- they were they were nine and three last year nine and three yeah, yeah so yeah. they made two rounds yeah which is. Probably one of the better seasons they've ever had in, in school oh, history. Absolutely. Yeah. And cause I remember going back in the day, whenever, or back in the day, it was like eight years ago, whenever we played them, whenever I was in high school, they ran like that old kind of run first yeah. offense. Yep. And they were kind of, not like power, it was kind of a weird offense. I, I'm not really sure how I would describe it. It was under center mostly, but I think they kind of got a, but they, the thing is, the kids were really athletic. They, they had the athletes you'd think, because you're using a spread or like a gun offense or something like mm-hmm. that, but they were using that that heavy run offense. But I think this new coach that they have that they brought in last year and saw the talent hit the kid type of kids he had said, "I know what to do with this." And yeah. heck, they could go and win nine games for the first time in a long yeah, time. Yeah, they went two rounds deep and they lost to Lorena by you know fifty five twenty four. So mm-hmm. there's no shame. in I that. I think that that sure. that playoff win in the first round, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was their first. Playoff win in school history, I don't think I would go that far, but it's at least the second or third because historically they don't make the playoffs very often at all, but they're on an upward trajectory, and they, I think they'll for sure get a playoff spot out of this district. And, heck, if Crockett and Diebel and, you know, Fairfield's been kind of – uh, they've been, I guess, okay. I'm yeah, not, they sling the ball around. Yeah, you yeah, know, and they, yeah they, like they, they're they, very explosive. They score, yeah. yeah, but – if all those if those three teams are down, I mean, again, I don't know much about Huntington, but Palestine Westwood could be that team that if they bring a lot back from last year's team, they could be that team that Tig is facing for the district championship. Yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting district. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun to see. Uh, that's what I'm going to I'm going to be looking forward to keeping an eye on that one. And then our last district in three division one district eleven. Basically the same district without Lorena. You got Cameron Yo, Franklin, Little River Academy, McGregor, Rockdale, and Troy. Still, awesome district. Going to be must-see football every week. But it loses just a tad bit of luster with Lorena moving up. Yeah, and, and McGregor just came open, and I mm-hmm. don't know that 
anybody really is going to be happy to get in that district. You know, yeah, McGregor. it's tough. And McGregor's got some peace. I think they had a mm-hmm. good little running back last year. I don't know if he comes back or not. Cameron Yo, uh, I, did, did Rhodes resign? I believe. I mean, I know something happened midseason, yeah. and they were saying he was going to resign midseason. I think he came back and finished it out, but yeah. I don't know that he's going to be back. I have to talk to my guy at yeah. Cameron. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, see with that. Then one. Rockdale, you know, the second year for their coach, uh, I forgot his name, and. and Troy, second year for their coach. And, and, you know, they got an offense that can sling it around. That and Reed Ketchum and, and, and uh, McMurtry. And that's a good point. With Lorena leaving, that opens the door wide open yep. for one of those three other teams with McGregor, Rockdale, and Troy to slither in there and get that fourth playoff spot because those have been kind of occupied between Cameron, Franklin, Lorena, and Academy. So Lorena mm-hmm. moving up to four Division two opens that door wide open. Just the question is, of those three teams, who's it going to be? Right now, if I had to pick, I'd probably go Troy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think Franklin, like you said, the favorite. Little River came now. They lost. I think Casey Mraz is graduating. They still got Cavalli Neely, who's a stud running back. And so. to be clear, I meant Troy to get that fourth place yeah, spot. Yeah, 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 fourth yeah. spot. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be. You know, Cameron Yeo didn't make the playoffs last year. So mm. uh, who who did? So it was Franklin, Little River, Lorena, Lorena. And, and who's that fourth one? I wonder. Wasn't Troy. Was it not Cameron? Did Car- Maybe did Cameron it miss? was Cameron. I did thought Cameron they missed. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember either. But, but yeah. That, yeah, that'll be a good. Yeah. Uh, you it's, know. Still, it's still an awesome, fun district to. It's still. Well, gauntlet. I think one. I think Franklin wins that district. Obviously, I think and so then, too. You know, I, I like to see how Little River bounces back without their uh, that stud they had, Casey Morales. That, mm-hmm. that kid was, uh, you know, willed them to. I mean, it's a team sport, but that yeah. guy was the. He's the, a leader. Know, he was. He, he was, was a. Fe- he wasn't a game manager. He was a field general. Yeah, he was a straw that stirred the drink. Absolutely, so that, that'll be a. a Interesting to watch. I think we agree Franklin's going to win that district. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Still be fun to keep an eye on for two, sure. 2-3-4 will be fun. Yes, it will. Now moving up to 4A Division two. Got two districts in this one. Uh, we'll start with District uh, 4 with Benbrook, Dunbar, Glenrose, Godley, Hillsboro, and then Venus. I think that district pretty much stays the same with yeah. the addition of Fort Worth Dunbar. You know, yeah, the, Ferris moving out. Yeah, Ferris moved out. Dunbar uh, moves in. So yeah, uh, you know, Glenrose. Shoot, they surprised us last year. We yep. thought they were going to be down. We kind of well, maybe Hillsboro. You know, that they may win that district. <laughs> yeah, we were not wrong. how it played out. Godley didn't really return to what they did the year before. Mm-hmm. So, but Glenrose did, and, and we didn't think that because they lost their all-world uh, quarterback. Was it Hudson White? I believe is his name. Yes, Hudson White lost him but man they just kind of took their lumps early on and then when the playoffs started they were back at it again went four rounds deep i think, yeah, I think uh, so. regional finals so mm-hmm. yeah i think glen Rhodes in a you know i just Hilbert, no, i think they made the semifinal against, against carthage again oh, I, think they? That, okay. I think that's right oh they did they did i yeah, think yeah. that's right yeah it was a high scoring game i mean mm-hmm. carthage scored a ton but yeah or was it gilmer it was Gilmer and Glenrose. It was Gilmer and Glenrose. You're right. Car- so, sorry, ha- we haven't done our research. Happened, yeah. Well, that just happened a couple months ago, and we already <laughs> forgot. We've slept since then. But, uh, you know, I still look for Coach Almute to kind of get this Hillsborough team turned around. They, You know, Ezra and Emery's coming back. They, mm-hmm. they've, they've got some pieces. Uh, yeah, Ezra and Emery, the – Central Texas Waco Trib Defensive Player of the Year was he this year? Is that it was the or may, might have been the year before when he had well, like Trey, almost three hundred tackles Trey or something Haynes like was that. Like one year. Oh, well, it, Trey Haynes was this past year. Yeah, I forgot who they had this year. It just Trey, came out last week, I believe. It uh, might might have been he might have just been first team or something because yeah. he had what like two hundred fifty tackles or something like that. Hey, real quick, I wish that there was an awesome. I mean, and I'm not taking away taking anything away from anybody. But when I played high school football, I wish there was an all-smoky team because that dude has mm-hmm. 
eight hundred spots. Of course, he you know he he says, <laughs> <laughs> and I think his central Texas is a little bit wider than ours. Yeah. I mean, he's bringing in dudes from West Texas. We've we've, hey, heard, we've heard some things about bro. we've heard some things about ours being a little wide, but that guy for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, so they do a great so. job, you know. Yes. And, uh, it came out uh, yesterday, or the day before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It would have been been nice to have that, for sure. (laughs) But, yeah, that'll – yeah, I think, again, I think regardless, Ferris or no Ferris, this is still Godley's district to lose. But who knows – or Glen Rose's, rather, sorry. Uh, But who knows? Hillsboro could be Godley and get that number two seed. Yeah, I think Glen Rose, Godley, Hillsboro is probably your safe best to make Mm -hmm. the playoffs, and we'll just see how these other three shake out. Yes, sir. So now we'll move to District 12. And this is going to be a fun one. We talked about it at the top of the show. China Spring, Gatesville, Lorena, Robinson, Connolly, and La Vega. Are you kidding me? Uh, is it, I guess this is the new district of doom. Yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. one, two, three, four state championships in the last five or six years there. You know, because La Vega won one, I don't know, six or seven years ago. Uh, yeah, I think they last won in 2019. Team. Yeah, and then you got Waco Conley, who probably has the most talent of any 480 mm-hmm. team. That, you know, last year they did. You know, they graduated some kids, but then an up and coming Robinson team with yep. Coach Lancaster. They'll be better in yep. year two. Well, coach mm-hmm. team uh, Lorena. Yep, they're just they're gonna. Be, I mean, they're gonna hold their own. I mean, I mean they they played uh, who they play? They played La Vega and China Spring pre district last year. Yeah, so, both. Yes. So. And then they lost to China. I think did they beat La Vega? I, don't uh, I can't remember. It was a close game. I it was a close game. I remember that. And then Gatesville, just a, always a steady, solid program. They're always solid every single year. And like you said, China Spring. You know, last year was the first time in three years that they didn't at least make a state championship yeah, game. And they lose their their dude in Cash McCollum. So mm-hmm. be interesting who steps up and fills that guy's shoes. Yeah, but with the coach with Tyler Moody, he's ever since he took over. Uh, for Coach Bell, he's had that program humming. Uh, but I think I think they'll, they are a town full of athletes, so they'll find someone oh, yeah, to fit that mold, absolutely. But, yeah, that district is going to be so fun. Because uh, China Spring and Lorena, they've played each other the last couple years in pre-district. Mm-hmm. But now with their game, like, quote-unquote meaning something, like actually playoff seating it will be on the line when they yep. play. It's just going to up the game. And the crowds are always wild at those two games, regardless of, of its if, if it's in China Spring or Lorena. That district is going to be awesome, awesome to keep up with. Because you, you look at that, who knows, if there's an upset or two, you might be looking at a – Connolly or La Vega not missing the playoffs. If Lorena can squeak in there, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I think I think you put it right. The new district of Doom, District Twelve, will be. Yeah, that, it's just kind of you know Gatesville. You know they, had, I think they had a couple of good wins last year. Yeah. I think they were in the mm-hmm. running for, to make the playoffs until mm-hmm. the very end. And then you know Coach Beatty, like we talked about, he does a great job at China Spring. Coach Hyde, La Vega, Bryson Rowland, I believe, comes back for one more year. He's a senior now, mm-hmm. so. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. That's going to be heavyweight matchups all week long in district play. So uh, if there's one district you want to circle as far as Central Texas is concerned, circle 4A Division Two, District 12, no doubt about it. Now we'll move up to 4A Division One. We have a one district in this one. It was kind of just – it's an outlier. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the main reason I kind of, you know, picked this one out is because we've talked about Stephenville the last yeah. two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephenville, Marble Falls, great stadium, by the way. Like we said, we went there a couple years ago for that Crawford-Holly game. Uh, Lampasas. Those mineral wells. 
Not oh, well, oh, that's what I was saying. Marble, no, Mar- Marble Falls is down by Austin. Yeah, that's uh, Marble, that's down by Austin. Marble Falls. Uh, Cousin Dale used to be the head football coach, athletic director there. He texted uh-huh. me today. He said, "I like y'all's district. I do not like our district." <laughs> you don't like Marble Falls. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Brownwood, Stephenville. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Burnett's been good in the past. I don't know how they're – you know, Lampasas was really good with Ace Whitehead a couple of years ago. Yep. I think they had a good uh, season last year too. So, yeah. that's going to be a tough one for – That's going to uh, be a fun district, man. Some of those guys, Steamville. I think does Brownwood return that quarterback they had, Ike? Uh, I think so. Kid, I think he was a junior was last ph- year. Phenomenal. Yep. Dude. Yeah, that again, that is kind of an outlier district. But it's going to be a fun one to talk about, so I picked it. We're going to talk about it. So, that is that is the kind of the one district. We're going to have to change our podcast name for it. Greater Central Greater Texas. Central Texas area. <laughs> or put, our version. Put Central in uh, quotes. Yeah, exactly. But either way, that district's going to be super fun to watch. Uh, kind of the, It's kind of the only one that made sense somewhat geographically in 4A Division One. And mainly because we have talked about Stephenville, because they were in that district with you know La Vega and uh, yeah, China, Co- China Spring, Spring yeah. and all mm-hmm. those guys. So, but yeah, that's our one district, District Four and Four Division One. Now up to Five A Division Two, and another one we touched on on the top of the show, Waco High, Waco University. Can't wait to see them play again. Colleen Ellison, uh, Brian Rudder, Brenham, and then Belton. Uh, that's going to be an awesome district. And, again, I, I've said it so many times already, but I can't wait to see the Lions and the Trojans tangle up again. Yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, hopefully, you know. Hopefully it fills Wake, that stadium yeah, up, Yeah, Waco High kind of gets their footing. You know, mm-hmm. they, they drop down a classification. And, uh, they've, start, been, they've been they've gone through some tough yeah, they just, districts yeah. the last two realignments, the man. Coach Lennon held still there, is he? I, I think he is okay, still there. So. And he, I think now that he's in a district – like that's just not an absolute bloodbath like the ones he's been in. I think yeah. he really has a good chance to start build, like consistently building something over at Waco Yeah, hopefully High. they can start stacking some wins, get some uh, confidence, mm-hmm. and uh, make some noise in that district. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's going to be awesome. The Battle of Waco coming back on the gridiron. Can't wait to see that. And District 10 of 5A Division 2. Now up to 5A Division 1, one district. Again, we have – District 8 with Lake Belton, uh, Colleen Chaparral, and then a little more south after that, more in the Austin area. Got three Leander schools, Leander High, uh, Glen High, and Rouse High. Ra- Leander Rouse was in that district with University and Belton and all those guys uh, last year. But again, Lake Belton, Chaparral, and the three Leander schools. Uh, Georgetown, and then the Georgetown Eastview Patriots in here as well. Then the Cedar Park Timberwolves. I cannot wait for Lake Belton versus Cedar Park. That's going to be such a good game. Yeah, and you know, Rouse was pretty good last year. And, yep. I, and I bet uh, Coach Cope is glad to go south and stay in the mm-hmm. central area instead yeah. of going up there with the Red Oaks and, and the, the Midlothians yeah, and all that stuff. That's right. It was a tough, tough district. Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's going to be competitive. Cedar too. Park, uh, Lake Belt, Leander Rouse. That's, uh, man, you know, and Coach Allen Harris Chaparral, man. He's, mm-hmm. he's building a program over there. Mm-hmm. So, be uh, interested to see how they progress. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's going to be a fun district again. again. I believe they moved up. Or they, they were D2 last year, right? They were Because Sha- Chaparral was also in that district. In that Leander Rouse and Chaparral both moved yeah. up to 5A Division One, which put them in this district and took them out of uh, that university and yeah. all the, their districts because Belton and University stayed, Waco High dropped down, Ellison dropped down as well, and then 
I don't know. I don't know about Brenham and Brian Rutter. They might be five A Division two, or they might have dropped as well. But yeah, both those districts in the five A Division two and five A Division one are gonna be super fun. But that might be a top three matchup that I might circle this year: Lake Belton and Cedar Park. Again, Cedar Park historically good program. Then Lake Belton again, new program on the rise. Yeah, uh, talent across the board. I can't wait for that matchup. Uh, Hopefully, again, like we said before, maybe later in the season, maybe the Week 10 or Week 11 game that decides the district. But, again, like you said, Leander Rouse might have something to say about that. So that district week to week is going to be really fun to keep an eye on. And then our 18th and final district that we'll be covering in this over the next two years in this realignment, District 12 and Class 6A. Yeah, Bryan High, Coppers Cove, and then the three three other Colleen schools, Colleen High, Harker Heights, and Shoemaker. Then the Temple Wildcats, and then the Waco Midway Panthers. How about this, Sister Kenny? That's going to be a tough – you know, Harker Heights, they've been good the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you expect Temple – to bounce back, yep. Midway to bounce. Now Midway has a new coach and Coach Gillespie. Uh, early yeah, on, he was a, he was a, at Stephenville yeah. when they won those last few and state he was championships. At Tulsa, mm-hmm. he was a DC at TCU. Now early on, mm-hmm. you know Midway was flirting with the biggest fish of all the fishes out there. He yep. ended up going somewhere else. So they 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 aimed for the uh, stars and landed on the moon or whatever. Yep. So <laughs> I like to hire. I mean, the, the guys are proven winner at Stephenville. You know, and uh, he he's uh, coached in college, so. Hopefully he gets the, those uh, Panthers turned around. I think they've yep. got some talent over there. So they've all yeah, they're always talented for sure, and that's going to be super fun to keep an eye on. I think you're right with that hire with Gillespie. Midway might be the dark horse to go out there and win that district. Yeah, yeah. And Coach Stewart, you know, he's a great coach. He's just kind of been down at Temple, so mm-hmm. I think uh, I think he'll get it turned around. Harker Heights, they've been good the last couple of years. Brian, I think I don't I don't know much about Brian. Uh, they're they're usually solid maybe six and seven win team every year they're usually solid but yeah that's it that's the one six a district district 12 and that is all 18 districts one question left for you mr heath which district are you most excited for i think i like that 4a d2 district in Mm -hmm. waco the china spring gatesville arena robinson uh, waco Conley, waco la vega i think that's going to be a good one uh yeah. The Mart, Chilton, uh, Bremont District. I like that. District uh, 10 and two, uh, Division 2, 2A, uh, D2. Uh, what else? That, it's the obvious one. Yeah. But if I'm – that's the obvious favorite. But if I'm going to go – if I'm going to go not pick that one, I got to go 5A Division II, District 10 with Waco, Hine University uh, coming together again, Belton, then Ellison. Uh, one of the – one of the uh, – like least successful clean ISD schools lately, but they they have a chance in this district as well to make some noise dropping down. And again, I don't know much about Rudder or Brenham. Uh, I know Belton Belton and Brenham. That's actually a good point. They've played each other four times in the last two years. They played. I don't remember. It was one of the pre one of the pre district games, and then they played again in the playoffs. Okay. So they that's another interesting they point about know it. Each other. They've yeah. played each other four times in the last two years, and now they're district mates. So that's another key aspect about that district that's really cool as well. But yeah, District Twelve probably the obvious choice. I'll go District Ten and Five A Division Two. Yeah, and I also like District Eight and Five A Division One. Yeah, there's you know, a lot we of just good ones. About yeah. them, you know, Cedar mm-hmm. Park and, and and Lake Belton, and mm-hmm. that's just going to be fun. And then six yeah. a, that six A district, I think Waco High is thinking the lore they didn't have to go back up north, and, yeah. and, uh, and they're staying down south. So, any coaching changes you want to talk about? Uh, Bosqueville still hadn't found them a coach. Yeah. They're looking. Uh, 
Rio Vista hired a Woodard, so now you got mm-hmm. three Woodards: uh, local Cleburne yeah. West, and now Rio Vista or Rio Vista, as my granddaddy used to say. I think that's what the locals call yeah, it. Yeah, Rio. So Rio Vista. But yeah, uh, again, it's early. It's February. You know, not that many coaching changes, at least in our neck of the woods, quite yet. But it's a long off season. Well, there's probably about to be some right now. After, yeah. After these uh, realignment, uh, these districts get put out, there may be a dude or two say, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know that I want to. Yeah, stick around uh, you know I can, I'm not going to say anything but I can think of a couple of schools that might be like their coach might say I'm out dude I'm going to go be a coordinator somewhere I don't want this headache but and, and uh, you know uh, another thing that's happening right now is trying to get schedules right you know like you know you look the at the pre-district uh, games well you look at like the district uh, 5 3AD1 district 5 they came out of a nine-team district the last two years. Now they're in a six-team district, yep. so they, they've got to find five games to yep. to fill that schedule. So I'd like to be a, a you know, I guess up there at, uh, in Waco today, a bunch of coaches were up there. Yep. Uh, they had so, Dave Campbell's had their uh, realignment special, like live show up there. I think that was at Bird. That was in. Oh Florida, no, it was in Birdville. You're right. Yeah, You're but, right. You know, Waco. But, the, but there is different conventions across yes, the state. Yeah. That's what it was. So and those coaches are probably getting together, trying to fill schedules and, mm-hmm. and, and making that work. Uh, you know, Twitter was – it wasn't bad, but I saw several uh, retweets. You know, they all tagged Step, and, and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we need a week four. And there was plenty of those uh, those out there. And I saw one where at Birdville they had uh, – you could scan uh, the barcode or whatever, the, mm-hmm. take a picture of it, and it would pop up, and it had a list of all – different teams and what weeks they were looking for. Oh, so wow. If you're a coach, you just go 5A, you just take a snap of it, and it would pop up a spreadsheet and tell you who all needed a game. So, yeah, they're probably building schedules, and some coaches oh, are yeah. trying to figure out if they want to stay or not. And then It's harder when you're in a five- or six-team district and you have to fill five or six, you know, pre-district games. So yeah. those are the ones that usually take a little longer. When you're, like, at a seven- or eight-team district, you need to fill three or two or three you know, preseason games, it's a lot easier that way. But, yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite days. It happens every two years, but it's one of my favorite days, realignment. It happened this morning at 9 a.m. Happy that we are we have this platform to be able to talk about it here in the evening times. Uh, Kenny, we we're just talking about it. It's, it's super fun to cover this stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, for – Guys like us, you know, I've got plenty of buddies that could care less about it. You know, oh, yeah. it is what it is. You know, I'll find out eventually. But mm-hmm. yeah, at nine o'clock, I was there, you know, trying to do refresh. the refresh. Yes, and, sir. And so it was fun, man. And I uh, always enjoy this day. And, and it, hopefully uh, we'll get together sometime this spring and talk some other stuff. And, you know, like like yeah. we were saying, uh, coaching, we can do coaching changes. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about looking at some baseball. So that would be think, fun. I think so. I think that this is probably what we'll plan to do. So we have. It'll probably depend. We're kind of deciding as far as coaching changes go. If a bunch happen, like in our neck of the woods or some a bunch of high-profile ones, we may end up just doing a whole show. It might be 15, 20 minutes, but we might have a whole episode on coaching changes uh, in our neck of the woods here in Central Texas. And, or if not... Um, you know, if it's kind of quiet or doesn't happen, we'll mention what coaching changes do occur between now and probably i guess around two days yeah and see uh see what how the landscape has changed as far as the coaches uh in central texas in that time but we'll decide depending on how many coaching changes again we'll either have a whole show about it or just cover it in the season preview uh later in august but yeah kenny mentioned baseball i think uh 
if, if y'all are interested, please let us know. Uh, you can email us at ctfppodcast at gmail.com uh, or reach out to us on our social media pages. We're on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. Feel free to message us if you're interested. Uh, we'll probably go ahead and right before, I think we said right before district play starts yeah. baseball, might do kind of a once a month, maybe every other week thing and yeah. talk, talk some high school baseball in Central Texas too because there's a lot of good baseball programs out here oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Yep. There, there's some ton of good baseball in Central Texas. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at that, probably do that later in the spring. But for now, we want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Central Texas Football Podcast, the realignment special. Uh, again, I want to thank you for tuning in. It was a very fun fun show to talk about one of my favorite days even though it happens every other year uh, it's going to be awesome to see how all these districts shape out and it's just fun because we're just laying the foundation for the 2024 season uh, later this year I'm again looking forward to start doing my research as much as we can uh, when we head to the season preview later down of the year in August but look forward to some more off-season content as well with coaching changes and perhaps a little baseball in the spring yeah. as we mentioned before but again for today thank you for tuning in to the realignment special on the Central Texas Football Podcast for Kenny Heath I'm Ryan Fox and we'll talk to you later down the line and tell me you